Hello Blazers, this is Jeff Odo. Over the next year or so, I'll share some of my philosophies on what I think it takes to build a business from scratch to $10 million in 10 years. So buckle up for this week's episode of Start Me Up. Hey everybody, this week we're going to discuss overcoming the stall for salespeople, what causes it and how to avoid it. One of the most frustrating things for salespeople is when they finally get to talk to a prospect in pain and the prospect says all the right things, they promise they're going to switch companies, and then they go radio silent, putting the sales rep in the position of chasing them for weeks or months until finally they come back and want you to start the account yesterday. The purpose of this message is to help you understand what I believe causes this pattern so it can be avoided in the future. And if it does happen to you or a member of your team, My hope is to provide guidance on how to address it. The first question we'll discuss is, how do I prevent my prospects from stalling out on me? Well, this is a two-part answer. One part is in your control and the other is not. And I'm a big believer we should focus on what we can control and relinquish power on those things that we cannot. What we cannot control is if the client truly has enough pain or budget to really make a change. We can ask probing questions. We can be great listeners. But ultimately, a change will not occur until the pain of staying with the known is greater than changing to the unknown. So let's focus on what we do have control over, which is our process. Assuming you are talking to someone who tells you they are in pain and they tell you they have the budget, the best thing that you can do is to properly follow the upfront contract or the UFC in the building survey and the proposal delivery process. Don't know what a UFC is? Then let me take a moment to recommend you start reading Sandler materials. Sandler is the sales methodology that we use. And the UFC is a Sandler technique. In our business, a good UFC includes questions such as, Ideally, when would you like to start? Working backwards, when do you need to give notice to your current contractor? That being said, when do you need to make a decision and let us know? What are your biggest concerns if that timeline is not met? So for example, do you have VIPs coming in town or is there an external deadline or is there something that might cause personal challenges for you if this deadline is not met? Hey, just so I understand, how many people are going to need to sign off on this? Are they all in town? And is the timeline reasonable based upon where everybody is located? And last question might sound something along the lines of, can we look at our calendars now and go ahead and schedule check-in meetings to make sure we are on track to deliver what you need along the way? All right, those are some good questions. And once you have the answers to these questions, then the objective during the proposal delivery is to repeat what you heard above and ask if everything is still accurate. The proposal delivery is also the time to address two more items. First is during the proposal delivery stage. It is important to ask permission to follow up appropriately if the timelines they told you were important to them are not being met. The second thing is I want to give the customer or the prospect at this point permission to tell me no. I want them to know that I really, really want to do what's best for them. And I want to save them time. And if the answer is no, if they've decided not to move forward with Citywide or even not to make a change, 
It's okay. In fact, I want them to know I would much rather be told the truth rather than telling me nothing at all and putting me in the chase mode. All right, let's assume you've done everything above exactly as written and you still find yourself in the unenvious position of the chase. So you ask yourself the following. How do I get out of the stall once I'm in it? Well, the answer is go for the no. After a voicemail or email or two, the best thing you can do is to address the issue head on by sending them an email such as, Hey Susie, I'm touching bases I haven't heard from you regarding my voicemails or emails. I sure hope I didn't drop the ball on anything or mess something up for you. I'm going to make the assumption that you've gone a different direction and stop calling you. If I'm wrong, please let me know. If I don't hear from you, it's a pleasure meeting you. I truly wish you the best of luck and will be here for you if things ever change. All right, end of the email there or voicemail. The objective is to accept responsibility and to address the situation head on in as few words as possible. You try to blame it on yourself and it really changes the dynamics of the relationship. This approach resets the relationship and either restarts the process or gains closure and allows the salesperson to move on to the next opportunity where there is a reasonable chance of closing business. All right, wrap this up. I have one action item for you. Read or reread the book, You Can't Teach a Kid to Ride a Bike at a Seminar by David H. Sandler. And then discuss it with your team during your next Level 5 or team meetings. This should be done with your BDSs, your FSMs, and your sales executives. Decide on what questions you will and will not ask and hold each other accountable for asking as many of them as possible. Remember, we believe that every owner should have a Sandler coach for every member on their team. We do not provide this level of coaching intentionally because we know it will be much more meaningful if you pay for it yourself. All right. Thanks, everybody. I hope this helps. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Start Me Up. I hope that you'll talk to your team about what you learned today and implement something specific between this week and next. This will allow you to keep building on the foundation for a successful citywide business. Rip along, my friends.